Welcome to the Live by Design podcast. I'm your host, Kate House. Join me each week as we come together as a community, sharing how we strive to live each day with intention, with a special focus on cultivating joy and practicing gratitude. Together, let's live by design, not default. Hey friends, and welcome to this week's mini bonus episode. Earlier this week, I dropped an episode about health, and that is one piece of the circle of life, which we will be discussing during this special series. And I had a thought that it might be nice for me to share some tangible ways that I purposely nurture my own health. And I do this in the context of the Institute for Integrative Nutrition's primary foods and secondary foods. I went into that a little bit in the episode earlier this week, but as a quick recap, I will read to you from the IIN website what primary foods are. So their website says, primary food is more than what is on your plate. Healthy relationships, regular physical activity, a fulfilling career, and a spiritual practice can fill your soul and satisfy your hunger for life. When primary food is balanced and satiating, your life feeds you, making what you eat secondary. And then later on in that same article, they go on to say, sometimes we are not fed by food, but by the energy in our lives. These moments and feelings demonstrate that everything is food. And I'll link to this article below in the show notes so you can read the fuller article if you'd like, but I thought it might be helpful in this just brief episode to dive into the four pieces of primary food. So your relationships, your physical activity, your career and spiritual practice, and just share with you some of the things that I've worked well in my own personal life when trying to keep these areas in balance and not just in balance, but vibrant. So for the first section, relationships, I have found personally that staying in regular contact with the people that are most important to me to be a really key element in this, especially during the season where we are in social distancing and quarantining and things like that, reaching out and staying connected has been more important than ever. And so one thing that I am super grateful that 2020 brought is this text thread that had already existed for years, but a text thread that my two best friends from high school and I are in, the three of us together, and we literally text each other every single day. And sometimes it's something just simple, like checking in and seeing how everybody is doing. Sometimes it's sharing videos of our pets or our kids doing something really cute or just venting about how we're feeling in general. And that text thread has really sustained me this year. It has really nurtured my heart and my soul to stay connected with these two really important relationships in my life. I feel really fortunate to have two of my best friends be people who've known me since I was 14 years old, and we're now in our early 30s. These are friendships that have gone through a lot of different seasons. You know, we went through high school together. We went to different colleges, but we stayed close. We haven't lived in the same state as each other in like over 10 years, probably over 14 years, actually. And I just feel really grateful that despite the time and the distance, we have remained really close. And so for me in the relationship section, that's not just relationship with like my romantic partner and my husband, like my partner in life, but also these relationships that are really foundational to who I am and to my overall happiness is, is being connected with these people. So For me, it looks like staying connected with these people in a way that is 
sustainable. So texting with these two best friends of mine is super sustainable. It's really easy to text each other at least once a day just to check in or just to continue a conversation that we might have started the day before. Uh, Another way that I stay connected with these relationships um, when it comes to my family, for example, is FaceTiming. And I love FaceTiming with my sisters, especially. I have two younger sisters. Hey, Lara. Hey, Anna, (laughs) who also actually helped me with the podcast. So you have them to thank for a lot of what you listen to and what you see on our Instagram and on our website. And Lara and Anna and I, um, I am the oldest and my sister Lara is nine years younger than I am. And my sister Anna is 11 years younger. And so growing up, we were in very different seasons of life um, when we lived in the same home together. But I'm really grateful that with FaceTime and with all of us becoming older and entering our adulthood, we've gotten even closer every year. And our roles have shifted less from me helping my parents with the younger kids to just true friendships and relationships. And I hold these two, uh, these two young ladies uh, just so close to my heart and FaceTiming with them just randomly calling um, has been a great way for us, especially in 2020, to stay connected. And we live half a country apart. Um, So I'm grateful for technology. And we just FaceTime each other a bunch. And sometimes it's a short conversation. Sometimes it's me taking a video and then sending it to one of them about how I cut bell peppers, (laughs) for example. And, And if you don't connect with each other, it's not a big deal, right? If you miss each other, you're doing something else, we'll just text text back and say, hey, I can't pick up. I'm doing such and such. And then we'll just try again the next day. And that's been really nice. It kind of takes the pressure off. It's not like this big, long 30 minute bare my soul phone call. It can just be a quick FaceTime just to check in. And then the other thing in the relationship department that I find that really helps um, in terms of my relationship with my husband, which is one of the most important relationships in my life, is just checking in with one another every day. And he and I do that through a gratitude practice. So there's actually an earlier episode of the podcast called The Couple's Gratitude Practice That's Changed Everything. I'll link to it below in the show notes. If you haven't already given it a listen, you might enjoy it. But basically, he and I, every single night, sit down together and we share one thing that we're grateful to the other person for from that day. So sometimes it's just, you know, I'm grateful to you for bathing our kids so I could sit and relax and just enjoy a cup of coffee or it could be anything big or small from the day, but it's just really important every day to acknowledge the other person and what they've done for you or to help you or for our family. And then we also share one thing that we're just grateful for in general. And so that's been a practice for us. That's It's brought us a lot closer. We've always had a very close relationship, I think, but this practice is a really great thing because it encourages you throughout your day to always be looking for that thing you're going to be grateful for. And when you go through your day with that perspective and that on your mind, it helps you pause in those sweet moments, in those in those good moments and acknowledge them. Maybe it's a small moment that otherwise would have been fleeting and it would have passed and you wouldn't have remembered it. But because, because you're looking for the good and you're looking for something to be grateful for, it makes you more aware. So that's what I have for relationships. Moving on to physical activity, my Biggest thing with physical activity is that I think you should do it every single day so that way it's it's non-negotiable. And I want it to be, for me personally, it needs to be so easy, I can't not do it. And I touched on this in the episode earlier this week. So for me, that looks like putting on my sneakers and running out the door and just going for a two-mile run. 
Or it might be putting on my cycling shoes and hopping on my Peloton for a 30-minute ride or a 20-minute ride or even a 15-minute ride. If, if the window of time is small, just put on the shoes and just go. And sometimes you start and you do a shorter ride and then you realize, oh, I actually have a little bit more time or I'm feeling a little bit more into it or whatever the case may be. And then you can add more on. But my whole thought is that you just need to not overcomplicate it, not overthink it, And like Nike says, just do it. (laughs) And so if you have listened to some of the earlier episodes with Sarah Weyenberg, she is the founder of Shiny Happy Yoga. She has an online yoga studio and you can actually get a free month if you use my code. So I'll put that in the show notes below as well. And Sarah has a whole slew of classes. I've been subscribed to her online studio since... I mean, since it launched, literally the month it started, I joined, and that was long before the podcast. This is um, an organic thing that I just love in my own personal life, and what I love about Sarah's classes is you can sort them by time. You can sort them by duration. And so if you need something quick, you can do that. Or if you want something a little longer, a little juicier, really get into your body and your movement, then you can choose that as well. So that's my biggest thing with physical activity is that you just need to do it every day and you need to... You need to lower the barrier to entry. Uh, I don't want you to go out and do like a two-hour CrossFit class if that's not your thing. Don't set the bar up that high. Just, Just do the thing that you love to do. I want you to move joyfully and from a place of love and not a place of punishment for your body. Just move for the joy and the sake of moving. And if physical movement isn't possible for you for whatever reason, then do something that brings you joy. Maybe you sit and you meditate. Maybe you journal. Maybe you listen to an audiobook that enriches your soul. This can look like a lot of different things. So if physical movement isn't in the cards for you, then I would just encourage you to find something that elevates you. Because in my experience, at least when I move my body physically, I feel better and lighter and brighter afterwards. And so I would just encourage you to find something that leaves you feeling that same way. Well, friends, if you've been a listener of the podcast for any time now, you know that I'm a huge advocate for the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, IIN. And I talk about IIN truly from a place of authenticity because when I was going through my health coaching program training, I found what I was learning to be so incredibly helpful, not only for starting and and having a thriving coaching practice, but for my own personal well-being as well, during which you cover a number of different topics when it comes to health and wellness, not only for your physical body health, but your mind and your heart and your spirit as well. When I was doing the training, I was also in the early days of my yoga teaching career. And so I was driving all over the Western suburbs of Chicago and beyond (laughs) to teach anywhere and everywhere. I'm pretty sure I spent more money on gas than I got paid for a couple of the classes that I taught, but it was all in the name of becoming a better teacher. And so while I was doing all of those drives, I listened to my IIN education. So a lot of the files are audio files. There are many videos that accompany every module so a new module drops each and every week and there's always a theme to it and it was really nice for me when I spend that much time in the car to be able to spend that time doing something productive to spend the time learning it was almost like listening to a podcast except that I was listening from thought leaders and educators and professionals and, and people at the leading edge of what they do in health and wellness and It was just a really pivotal time for me to be learning about those things 
that impact my own personal life as well. And so for that reason, I thought I would just pop on real quick and share with you about IIN and let you know that if you're ever interested in becoming a health coach, or if you just want to go through the program for your own personal enrichment, which I think is so totally rad, you can always reach out to me. I'd love to tell you more about the program. I do have a referral link that I can share with you as well as a page on my website that shares a little bit more about my IIN journey and why it was such a pivotal time in my own personal life. So if you want to learn more, just scroll down in the show notes below and head over to misskatehouse.com slash IIN. That's M-S-K-A-T-E-H-O-U-S-E.com slash IIN. When it comes to the primary foods, I don't love that one of the four is called career because not all of us have a traditional career. I have worked in an office. I have had a more traditional nine to five. Um, but now I'm, I'm a full-time stay-at-home mom and I also run my podcast and have a coaching practice and I'm developing courses and there are a lot of pieces to the puzzle for me but it doesn't look like a traditional career necessarily. And so for me, I kind of interpret career as purpose or as passion. And so for me personally, purpose means taking small steps every day to reach my goals. And I know that I was put on this earth to encourage others and to help you want to live a life by design and to encourage you not to just default through your life. I truly believe that that is what I am here to do. And I've, I've always been a natural encourager. It's just like part of my, I don't know, it's like part of my DNA. (laughs) And so for me, when it comes to the career section, it's more about my purpose and am I doing things that bring me closer to my goals because as I reach my goals, I can impact more people and have a positive ripple effect in the world. And just like with physical exercise, these don't need to be huge leaps every single day. I might sit down and just record this one mini episode and that is how I'm moving closer to my goals that day. Or maybe I'm just sitting down and I'm scheduling a week's worth of Instagram posts or I I write one email. I don't need to sit down and do a month's worth of work or a week's worth of work in one sitting. I just need to keep making little steps forward and just remind myself that done is better than perfect. And finally, for spiritual practice, this one um, I really appreciate because I'm glad that it doesn't say religion necessarily, but and spiritual practice for you might look like practicing your religion or your faith. And I think that's incredible. Um, I personally didn't have a great experience being brought up in the church. And so for me, it might look a little bit different. For me, it looks like a meditation practice. It looks like taking time to sit and get still and connect with my breath, and connect with something bigger. And a lot of times for me, connecting with something bigger is when I'm running in the woods on a path or on the battlefields now that we're in Gettysburg, and I don't put in headphones, and I just listen. I listen to my breath. I listen to my footfalls. I listen to the birds. I listen to everything around me, and that helps me connect with something bigger. Um, it also reminds me of getting into like a flow state, which I actually also did an earlier episode on. But for me, a flow state is a way of tapping into something that feels bigger than myself. So that might be through painting. It could be through practicing yoga, um, any number of things. So I would encourage you to just tap into whatever your spiritual practice might look like. 
So friends, I'm going to stop right there because I could talk about these topics forever and you know that I could just talk and sit at this mic all day long, but the whole point is that this is a mini episode and I want it to be super easy and digestible for you. So I'm just going to leave you with a question and that is, what can you do in each of these four areas to be a little bit more intentional in your own personal life. And I would love to know what that is. So hit me up on Instagram at live by design podcast. So I can cheer you along and just be your encourager and your, your cheerleader and just, just to be there for the journey. All right, friends, until I see you next time, spread some joy, make someone smile. <laughs>